This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. -on -one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul. Count it. And one. He flooded in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it. But Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this in South Student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. Good evening. Welcome into Conwell Egan Catholic High School. Bob Long sports coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball commences now as the Explorers and the Eagles set to take battle. Bob Long, Dan Madden alongside the 7-4 and four Explorers take on the 4-6 and six Eagles of Conwell Egan and Dan a slow start, as we mentioned in the pregame, for both of these teams. LaSalle 1-1, one one, a tough loss at home on Friday night to Bonner Prendy, a team that now sits at 11-1 and perfect in Catholic League play. And on the Egan side, 0-2, they went 4-4 four four in the non-league. And once you get a slow start here in the Catholic League, there's really no room for error whatsoever. They need to get back on track quickly. Yeah, to, to, to yeah, to play in the PCL, you really need to have confidence going into PCL play. Both teams, a couple a couple tough games. Kamalegan having to play in Newman Goretti and Monsignor Bonner. Both tough losses against good teams. The Explorers with the loss against Monsignor Bonner as well. But both teams, very good teams. Uh, the Explorers might have the edge here. Hopefully they can they can gain some confidence with a big win. But Kamalegan is a tough team that they can't look over. Starting lineups being announced right now. A surprise, Alan Powell. Starting for the Explorers, Conrad Kiska in as well, number 10. Zach Chrysler, number 24. Jared Stukes, number 2. And finally, Matt Paulus, last to be announced. So a three-guard lineup, three guys that can play the point guard position. Paulus a little more comfortable off the ball, perhaps. But Powell, Stukes, and Paulus to start. Noticeably absent, Sean Simon averaging 11 points a game. He'll likely be the first off the bench, but Simon has caught fire as of late. He's the guy that put in two shots that one won the game, one sent it to overtime against Carlisle, and uh, and has been a great three-point shooter all year for the Explorers. But he already has his warm-up off, does Simon. He'll likely be the first one into the game. Yeah, like you said, not starting, but we're I'm sure that he'll be the first in the game off the bench. One of the impact players for the Explorers had two big shots against two good teams. Uh, a very good three-point shooter, can dribble and drive to the net. Just a very big throw on the offensive side for the Explorers. Conwell Egan being introduced right now. The starter's number 25, Sean Stokes, averaging 4.1 points a game. Number 14, Patrick Robinson. Dan, he's the leading scorer for this team this year. Robinson averaging 15 points a game, a great slasher to the basket, but can step back and shoot the three as well. Number 34, Eric Esposito, the big man, a wide-bodied center at 11 points a game. And then number three, Darian Simmons, the senior guard, 6.5 points a game. The starters for Conwell Egan Catholic. And if I can say, Dan, 
Looking pretty sharp in their white uniforms. They got the blue sleeves with the blue number, CEC across the front. It's a good look here for Conwell Egan Catholic. Yeah, some real nice uniforms for uh, Conwell Egan. Uh, really nice gym here, so a really good-looking game overall. LaSalle breaks the huddle. They're dressed in their road navy blue uniforms, the white trim, and the yellow numbers and letters. Conwell Egan still on the bench. Now get their final instructions from Head coach Eric Kindler. Onto the floor they come. It'll be Chrysler against James Leibel. Leibel, number 32, last to be announced for Conwell Egan. He's the fifth member of that starting five. A guy that's been here and playing significant minutes for three years, including on that state championship winning team. He's set to tip off against Chrysler. Chrysler will win the tap, and now Stooks. Moves from right to left. Kiska has it on the left wing. Stukes at the top of the key. They work it around to Paulus and now back to Chrysler at the top of the key. On the right wing, Stukes gets past his defender. Leaves off for Paulus. Here's a top of the key three. It's good. 3-0 lead early for the Explorers. And it started off with a, a Jared Stukes drive. Kicked it out to Conrad Kiska and another kick to Matt Paulus for a great shot. Open three and starting off hot for Matt Paulus off a great game last week. Three-quarters court pressure, and Egan throws it away. They tried to get it to Libel as they were almost done with the 10 seconds. Now they skip it up to Conrad Kiska. Back to Chrysler for three. A bit long, it hits the wire above the rim. Off the hop from the side rim, it'll go back to Conwell Egan. 3 nothing Explorers, first minute. This time Robinson... Dribbles across the timeline, guarded by Jared Stooks. A large white eagle at center court here for Conwell Egan. Stooks knocked it away past the end line. It'll stay here. But that is more of the same from LaSalle, for LaSalle fans. From their perspective, they see it every night out of Jared Stooks, the active hands. Yeah, Jared Stooks, a great defensive player, very physical on the defensive side, and just you love to see the physical tough play from, from a small man, Jared Stooks, like a gnat on defense. Eric Esposito had to go up high to get the inbounds up near the logo. Now they run the offense. Good cut to the strong side block, the feed, and up and good for Sean Stokes. 3-2 Explorers, full court pressure for Egan. LaSalle breaks it easily. A corner three for Kiska, well short. Chrysler runs it down but steps on the baseline. And it'll go back to Egan. 3-2 LaSalle leads. Six minutes, 39 seconds to play first quarter. And we've seen so far the Explorers with three really good looks from the three-point line. Only knocked down one of the three, but some really good looks. So we'll see him knock him down soon. Patrick Robinson, the point guard. Now they get it to Esposito. Esposito thought about the three, couldn't get it up in time. Libel will switch the court and nearly throws it away, and indeed does. Robinson couldn't chase it down, goes into the scorer's table, and LaSalle will get the basketball. Sloppy early for Conwell Egan. And you got to attribute that to the, the Explorers' defense, playing a 1-3-1 with Jared Sukes in the back. Like I said, he's very fast on defense with his hands up. Conrad Kiska in the front, some, some long arms, so it's tough to get passes off with him at the top. Jared Sukes comes off a screen from Chrysler. They reverse floor for Allen Powell. They work it around the three-point line now for Kiska, who dribbles toward the top of the key. Powell has it now on the left wing. They're working hard to get it to Chrysler, but can't at this point. Now Chrysler gets it on the baseline, not where he wanted to catch it. So Powell will drive to the bucket. He's swatted away hard by Esposito. All ball. 
Four on three for Conwell Egan. Paulus gets the hands in there. It's a jump ball. As number 14, Patrick Robinson drove through the lane. He just got in there and said, no, this is my ball. 50-50 basketball. Gives it right back to Conwell Egan. Now Libel kicks to the outside. The three is good. Number 25, Sean Stokes. The net gets stuck, so we'll have a quick stoppage, a sweet shot from the outside for Sean Stokes. Yeah, Stokes hitting up with five points, the only five points for Kamaligan right now. He's only averaging four points a game, so he's doing a lot better than usual. Now Powell gets across the timeline, little backcourt pressure. Kiska to the basket. Adjusts in midair off the glass and good. Nice baseline drive from Kiska. A real good press break by the Explorers. Really good movement of the ball down the court. Gave to Zach Kush, who kicked it out to Conrad Kiska for the easy drive. Drive to the basket. Might have been a travel. Good feed, though, for Esposito. Can hit the point-blank look. Over the head pass. Up for Stukes. Puts it up. No good. Thought more contact was coming. And now running the other way is Conwell Egan. Esposito has it. Leaves back for Robinson on the left wing. And he's going to pull it up and take his time. Frenetic here. Five apiece. 4.49 to play first quarter. Open look for Esposito, top of the key. Back iron, no good. Struggle for the rebound. Libel has it. Somehow gets it off to Robinson. Shoulders contact, no good off the glass. Esposito gets it up and in on the offensive board. A little bit of a struggle for the Explorers there. They really need to box out on the defensive side. Paulus on the other end answers for three. He's got some words for the student section on his way back as he knocks down the corner tray to give the Explorers an 8-7 lead. Esposito to answer right back. No good from the corner. Gets his own rebound, puts it up, and he's hit. Two foul shots coming up. He was swatted hard by Conrad Kiska. But I think Kiska and Chrysler didn't realize that they were counting on one another to go get that rebound. Bounced once just outside the lane. A no-no here in basketball. And Esposito was able to get his own carom. Yeah, big bounce off the rim. Uh, Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler just a little bit of a miscommunication and left the ball open for number 34, Eric Esposito, to get the ball for, for a layup. Got fouled and missed the first free throw. So would you like to say a, a good foul by Conrad Kiska? Yeah, certainly. You don't want to give up an easy one like that at this stage in the game. Also want to work, watch your foul trouble for your Conrad Kiska as well, but no easy ones at the rim. He hits one of two, so we're all square at eight. Good look up floor for Jared Stukes, but he's going to pull it up. Cross-court pass for Matt McMahon. Inside, McMahon goes. Tough pass, and it's intercepted. He was looking for Zach Chrysler, but really didn't put it in the spot it needed to. Now Robinson has it. Esposito thought about the three. Back for Robinson. Left wing three, no good. Chrysler goes up high, knocks it out of bounds. The last touch by James Libel. But that was a 50-50 ball. Could have gone either way, Dan. I think Joe Dempsey wanted Zach Chrysler to go up and grab that basketball instead of let it drop out of bounds. Yeah, Coach Dempsey a little angry with Zach Chrysler right now, as, as well as one of the assistant coaches telling Chrysler to wake up on the sideline. So maybe he needs to box out a little bit more just instead of jumping up for the ball. Werner crashes to the bucket. He's blocked by Esposito. He has been as active as anybody here tonight. It's an 8-8 game. Now a drive to the basket, put up. I think Kiska got a hand on it, and now a foul will be called as Libel pulled at the jersey of Matt Paulus. 
and it comes the other way. But a strong drive from Darian Simmons, maybe even a little out of control. Got the shot he might have been looking for, if not for the long arms of Conrad Kiska. Yeah, I think if he wasn't so out of control, Darian Simmons uh, looked like he dropped the shoulder a little bit. If he wasn't that much out of control, it could have been a foul call on the defensive side. Corner three, no good for Matt McMahon, and pushing off is Conrad Kiska, and all of a sudden, Dan, two fouls on number 10, the sophomore for the Explorers, Conrad Kiska. Yeah, like you said, he has to watch his foul trouble, and that's two quick fouls for him in the first quarter. He's really got to watch himself and be careful for the rest of this first half. Sean Simon into the game for the first time, second off the bench for the Explorers. It's an 8-8 game, 3-0-8 to play first quarter. A game kind of looking for its feel at this point. Neither team getting the groove. Libel to the basket, puts it up. No good, but an offensive foul. Matt Paulus stood in and took the charge. One thing you can say about this Egan team, though, Dan, is they do drive at the basket unabashed and without any fear whatsoever. Yeah, a really physical team as of right now playing Really physical basketball on the offensive side, playing, driving to the rim, but a good uh, good charge take by Matt Paulus. You really like to see a player like that when, when a player just steps in, front of, steps in front of a player and wants to take a charge to get his, to get his team the ball. Just a, go, a good move by a captain there. Now LaSalle has the basketball, 2.47 to play first quarter. Simon thought about the three. Instead, the head fake gets baseline. Looks for a cutter, can't find him. A little shy on the pass for Paulus, but bailed out by a foul. Reaching against Daniel Green, the senior guard for Conwell Egan. He was looking for Matt Paulus. Yeah, Sean Simon bailed out a little bit there. Was a little behind on the pass. Matt Paulus grabbed it a little bit. Got fouled by Daniel Green. So Now a really bad pass from Sean Simon. That one's a turnover. All the way to the basket, up and good. Patrick Robinson, I don't even think he meant to do that. Tried to step through, expected more contact, tossed it up wildly, and it went down with no foul call. Yeah, it looked like he was taking a Euro step, expected more contact, didn't get it, so threw the ball up, and it ended up going wild. in. Absolutely wild. And with that, it's a 10-8 game. Conwell Egan leads. Simon from the elbow. Good catch and shot, but can't hit it. McMahon comes in and gets the offensive board. Spins and fires to the top of the key. Stooks. Looks for Chrysler. Flies through the lane. Left-handed won't go. Libel has the carom. Here comes Darian Simmons. He's on the left wing. Gets to the basket. Up and good. Off the glass. Real strong drive. Pass Simon. And over the outstretched arm of the shot blocker, Zach Chrysler. It's 12-8. And I think this is going to be the story of the game for Kamala League. And just driving to the basket. Wanting to be more physical. Wanting to initiate contact instead of taking it. Good weave for Matt Paulus. They got it to him on the strong side block, and he finished off the high ball screen from Chrysler and a timeout on the floor. A minute 31 to play first quarter. LaSalle trailing 12-10 against Conwell Egan, and you're listening to Explorer Basketball on BLS. It's brought to you by our partners at Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, 
Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. Welcome back. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on BLS. They trail right now, 12-10. As Conwell Egan quickly gets back to offense, a miss from Esposito. Gives it back to Simmons. He drives again to the basket, puts it up, and he gets fouled. Matt McMahon was in there. He took the what he wanted to be a charge, but a little deep, Dan, I think. Yeah, he was a little deep. A little deep there. Looked like he uh, slid under a little bit and... So they called the block instead of the charge. I think a, a good call, two shots for Darian Simmons. Simmons just a bit short on the first free throw, and, and he's a guy that, that really likes to drive to the basket. And we mentioned how relentlessly they attack. He probably leads that charge more than anybody. A guy that will get to the foul line quite often. Exactly. One of the key players for Kamaligan and driving to the basket just wants to to break you down on the offensive side. Missed the second free throw, knocked out of bounds by Conwell Egan, so LaSalle gets the basketball back. Chrysler may have jumped just a bit early, Dan, to come down with that. Fortunate to get the basketball back is LaSalle. Great passing on the other end. Simon taken down from behind as he got a wide-open look on the weak side block. A nice chop at the right arm. He's going to feel that one. He goes to the line to shoot two, however. In a 12-10 deficit at the moment, 63 seconds to play first quarter. Yeah, going back to Zach Kutcher, maybe jumping a little bit early. You saw Coach Dempsey yelling at him a little emphatically, saying, don't just jump at the rim, go for the ball. So, But on the offensive side, a great drive by Jared Stukes, a nice dish to Sean Simon, hoping to get the M1, but looked like he got chopped in the arm. So nothing more you can ask for. You know, this is one of those games, Dan. This is a learning experience as Simon goes two for two. You got a young team right now. There's no doubting the potential of it. But these are learning opportunities, and it's always going to be a tough game. But as you get into Catholic League play on the road, learning how to play, learning how to be a teammate, and learning what type of style, what type of identity your team's going to have, this is a big night for LaSalle in that capacity. Drive to the basket. Robinson can't get it to go. Chrysler goes up and gets a strong board. Immediately paying dividends. Now Stukes gets by his defender, slips, and throws it away. Simmons pushed out of bounds. No. Steps on the end line. No push called on Sean Simon. Simmons can't believe it. And LaSalle will have it on the other end. Yeah, going back to saying this is a very important game, it's a lot to ask to have two sophomores as captains and Zach Chrysler and Conrad Kiska. So this is one of those games where it's a, a real big learning experience. Chrysler gave it away, but lucky to get it back. He was trying to hand off for Allen Powell, and two hands of Conwell Egan got in the passing lane. Fortunate that it got knocked out of bounds past the sideline. And this time they're going to throw it into the backcourt. Allen Powell has it now, and under 30 to play, LaSalle may look to take the last shot. We're deadlocked at 12, 17, now 16 seconds to play in the first quarter. Simon bodied up, and there's the foul. That was a long time coming against number 25, Sean Stokes. He hand-checked him on the first drive, a hesitation dribble, and then he went back to it again. And the second time, Stokes was called for the foul. 
Yeah, the ref's giving him the benefit of the doubt the first time, but you got to call that the second time. It was a, a fake spin by Sean Simon, and then just hand-checked him yet again. So yep. one of those plays you just have to call as a referee. And players don't like it, but, Dan, it's a freedom movement thing. It started two years ago, and if you're going to call it, call it. And, and it was a rule they weren't enforcing. They decided they were going to, and it opens up the floor. Now LaSalle with three seconds. Stooks in toward the lanes, going to have to put it up. May not have even gotten it up. Oh, we did. There's a foul called. Late, there was a foul called. And the referee really wasn't even <laughs> very demonstrative about it. It took about a half second for anybody to realize that the foul was called. So now an empty lane for Jared Stooks where he shoots too. Yeah, no good on the first. A bit of a good, a bit of a bad call by the ref. Uh, Jared Stooks driving to the rim a little bit out of control because he didn't seem like he had enough time to go up. Uh, I mean, number three, Darian Simmons looked like he got his hand up. I don't know if he, he uh, tapped his hand or something like that, but I don't know, a tough call for a ref to make. It didn't look like a good angle for him to call that. Stooks hit the free throw and effectively ends the first quarter. LaSalle leads 13-12 to 12 after eight minutes of play. And you're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. This portion of today's game brought to you by our partners at Howland Hess O'Connell. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back to Conwell Egan Catholic High School, home of the Eagles, as they take on the LaSalle Explorers in a Philadelphia Catholic League matchup. Beginning of the second quarter, the 7-4 Explorers lead the 4-6 Eagles 13-12, and Matt Paulus will start with the basketball for the Explorers, moving from right to left. McMahon, Powell, Chrysler, and Kiska, along with Paulus in the game, and Kiska drove, throw it away. Went into the lane, was looking for Powell. He was cutting to the baseline. He thought he was staying put on the right wing. That miscommunication sent it into the student section. So now Conwell Egan. Eric Esposito was huge in the first five minutes of the first quarter. Sat out the final few minutes, and LaSalle was able to creep right back into the game. Now Libel has it on the right wing. Feeds back up top for Esposito. The big lefty guarded by Conrad Kiska. Robinson off for Libel. They work it just around the three-point line. Now that might change with the ball in Simmons' hands. Now they continue to work it around. A 50-second, essentially, 50-second possession thus far. Simmons has it now beyond the three-point line. They work around to Robinson. LaSalle in the man-to-man defense, guarding on the left wing. And now they work it around 
to Esposito. They're in no hurry whatsoever. LaSalle stays in the defense. Here's a drive to the basket and a jump ball called. Matt McMahon got his hand on the basketball. Daniel Green was the driver. I think that's a tough call. I don't know if there was ever held ball. I think it's a good strip and out of bounds. Now the alternate possession will maintain it here with Conwell Egan, but did you see held possession there, Dan? I didn't see much of a held possession. I mean, it looked like he had his hands on the ball for a little bit, but it looked like a clean, a clean strip to me off uh, off Conwell Egan's knee on the offensive side. An offensive foul as Matt Paulus hits the deck. James Libel ran through him, and he was certainly sliding, Dan, but it's the extension of that right arm, the elbow specifically, that drew the foul, and that's a good call against James Libel. Exactly. Not a play that is uh, specifically a charge. Looked like it was just an offensive foul on James Libel. Getting a little bit too aggressive. Looked like he threw the elbow out, and Matt Paulus maybe selling the call a little bit, but definitely playing good defense and getting the good call. Uh, yes, the old player control foul. Yes, indeed. On James Libel, and he takes a seat. So LaSalle now just into their second possession. We tick under 6.40 to play in the second quarter. Paulus has it, launches a left wing three. No good, all air, and now you're going to hear it from the student section. Back to Conwell Egan, it goes. Yeah, maybe a bit of a deep three for Matt Paulus, but I think it's still a good shot for him. Didn't quite catch any of the rim there, but I still think he should be shooting those shots. Eric Esposito has it. Conwell Egan very patient beyond the three-point line. Now Simmons drives, floats, can't hit off the back iron. Chrysler outlets quickly, three on two for the Explorers. Kiska to the bucket, readjusts in midair and hits it off the glass. LaSalle's shown that affinity many times after a defensive rebound to try to get out on the break quickly. It's something they like, and a travel called against Darian Simmons on the other end. But those open possessions there, you know, here's a dead ball situation. They're going to go against the Conwell Egan press. I don't think LaSalle wants to do that. They want to get out and run, and they've shown the ability to do that very well. Exactly. The Explorers thrive on fast break points like they've been doing all year. An offensive foul against Conrad Kiska blows through the defender, number 31, Kalik Jones. And all of a sudden, numero trace on Conrad Kiska. Joe Dempsey not in love with the call, but Kiska ran right through the defender in the heart of the lane. Dempsey arguing maybe sliding a little bit. Yeah, the defensive player, I'm not quite sure who it was, may have been sliding a little bit. But again, Kiska may have been out of control as well, so... A tough call, but... Alan Powell gets a pick and misses the layup with the left hand all alone. Too strong off the glass. Now a four on five. Kalik Jones spins in the lane. High off the glass. No good. Chrysler goes up high and gets the board. Right now, Zach Chrysler, a good five to six inches taller than anybody on the floor on either team. Powell along two. Hits it from the right wing. And yeah, Chrysler uh, head and shoulders above everyone on this court uh, height-wise, but as we've seen, he hasn't been getting as many boards as he usually does because of Kamala Egan's physical play, both on the offensive and defensive side. He needs to start boxing out a little bit more against a team that just wants to break him down. It's a quick, well, I shouldn't say quick, but it is a 7-0 run since late in the first quarter. None of it's felt smooth. Now a long three, no good. Offensive board back up and good for Patrick Robinson. Breaks up the run and a timeout coming from Eric Kindler, the head coach of Conwell Egan. 
Boy, at no point has this felt fun or has it felt smooth, Dan. But somehow LaSalle does have a, a three-point lead, 14 to, uh, or they lead 17-14, to 14, I should say, with 4.43 to go in the second quarter. Yeah, the story of this game on Kamal League inside has been physical play, both on offense and defense, led by Darian Simmons. The Explorers have stopped Patrick Robertson number 14, but just haven't been able to out-physical the other players on Kamal League. And the Explorers need to start boxing out on the defensive side. We've seen a lot of offensive boards by Kamal League and getting second-chance points. They just haven't been able to connect right now. So if they start connecting on that, those second-chance points, it'll be a, a, lot much of a, a lot closer of a game than it is right now. 4.43 to play second quarter full time out on the floor. This portion of today's game brought to you by our friends at Dunphy Ford, 7700 Frankfurt Avenue. Whether you're looking for a new car, used car, truck to haul away, uh, all the, well, the snow these days, uh, whatever you're hauling, it doesn't matter. Dunphy Ford is there for your F-150s or whatever models you may need. And Kevin Dunphy is the guy you want to talk to. A LaSalle graduate, a guy that sent his sons through LaSalle, and a multi-year proud sponsor of Explorer Athletics and BLS's coverage of them. Give Kevin Dunphy a call and visit them at DunphyFord.com or in person, 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast. And here in Levittown, we're back to action midway through the second quarter. Jared Stukes across the timeline. Conwell Egan in the man-to-man. -man. Stukes guarded by Green. Simon kicks back for three. No good. Another air ball. Zach Chrysler saves it, but right into the hands of Green. Numbers here for Conwell Egan, and Green elects to slow up the offense, as has been the M.O. all evening for Conwell Egan. The Explorers can't be rushing their shots on the offensive side. They need to find good shots, whether it's a two- or three-pointer. They're just they're rushing their shots right now and hoping to get more points on the board. They just They can't be rushing like they are right now. Green works it around the outside and maybe almost too conservative from Egan's side. they got to get guys in motion here. And it probably starts with this guy, Darian Simmons, who works it around the outside now. LaSalle patiently waits on defense. Egan similarly on offense. And now Allen Powell gets a steal. It's going to be a jump ball. Held ball should give it to LaSalle. Sean Simon ended up on the floor along with Darian Simmons. But it was Alan Powell who poked it away. Yeah, some good hustle by the Explorers. D. Uh, Alan Powell, like you said, poking away. Sean Simon diving on the floor for the jump ball. Uh, just some real good defense by the Explorers. And now Daniel Green and Jared Stukes with some friendly banter. Referee breaks that up. Yeah, in this first half, it looks like there's no love lost between these two teams. Powell, Stukes, McMahon, Chrysler, and Rothenberg into the game. Not a five you usually see for this Explorers. Chrysler spins baseline, puts it up, no good, and pulled away by Conwell Egan. That's one Chrysler has to finish. Now Daniel Green has it. 3.47 to play second quarter. Simmons off a high ball screen, guarded by Powell. Esposito drives to his left to the basket, puts it up. And an offensive foul against Matt McMahon. He seemed very deep to me, Dan. But the referee says it's a foul. No restricted area in high school, so it's entirely a referee's discretion. Yeah, he did seem like he was a little bit under the basket there, Matt McMahon. But just 
I think the size difference, difference uh, really played out in that charge call. Now LaSalle struggles to get it across the midcourt stripe. They do. Powell to Stukes, and they reset. Powell drives into the lane, across the lane, and somehow gets it to Stukes. Stukes the other way through the lane, goes up, and is fouled. Will that be against Esposito or Darian Simmons? Both had a hand in there. And it will go against Darian Simmons. Up comes Patrick Robinson, the guard averaging 15 points a game, but he hasn't had the impact that Simmons has had so far. Number three, Simmons likely to take a seat. Yeah, like you said, uh, Robinson has really been shut down for the most part in this game by the Explorers, but as well, the Explorers' offense has been shut down by Kamala Ligon with their physical play. So it's really been a defensive battle as of now So in this first half. So we'll see how it plays out in the second. Brandon Cohen into the game. Senior power forward. Stukes two for two from the line this trip. 19 to 14 LaSalle leads. 2.45 to play, second quarter. Double team comes up near the logo. Rothenberg gets a steal. And Chrysler's going to put it in. The feed to Alan Powell. He could have gone up and put the layup in. Now, remember, he missed one from point-blank range. Was that unselfish or I don't know what that was, but he fed it off for Chrysler who laid it up. Yeah, we can't get in the mind of Alan Powell, but it seemed like he just wasn't as confident after that miss of, of an easy layup earlier in this game. But hopefully he can get back on track. But a very good play by Jack Rothenberg on the defensive side in the 1-3-1 defense, getting his hands and arms up basically. Uh, and then tossing the ball down for an easy fast break, too. 21 to 14, LaSalle leads. Two minutes, 36 seconds to play second quarter. On the road at Conwell Egan High School. We join you from high above the baseline here at Conwell Egan. We mentioned it in the pregame. This is a unique vantage point to watch and call a basketball game, and we're having a great time with it. Hopefully you are as well, and thanks for joining us here on this Monday evening, a full slate of Philadelphia Catholic League games across the league. Yeah, very different angle to be watching a basketball game at, but it's very interesting and uh, fun to watch. Now LaSalle into a 1-3-1 zone. Jared Stukes in the back, Chrysler in the middle. It's Jack Rothenberg up top. Now they drive through the lane, get a steal. Rothenberg got the hand in there, his second steal in as many possessions. McMahon off for Chrysler through the lane. The finger roll, no good. Rebound struggled for, and the rebound down to Cohen. Patrick Robinson now. Robinson launches for three. Back iron, no good. Chrysler, a strong rebound over the much smaller Cohen. McMahon got the long pass, didn't launch from three. LaSalle into the offense now. They lead by seven. Chrysler to the basket, puts it up, and good. High off the glass from a tough angle. A much stronger take than the very last possession where he tried to go finger roll through some contact, and that one went home. Exactly, but, I mean, again, Chrysler is head, head and shoulders height-wise above every single player on this court, so he may have gone stronger than the last possession, but he double-pumped, and it's one of those things where I think he would have a lot better opportunity to get to the basket if he just went up strong and would probably get more contact. That's a great point, Dan. Now Robinson spins, looks for Jones. Now Green has it. Good defense from the Explorers as we tick 
Under 60 seconds to play. Take to the basket. Hopping under, it's good. Good move from Daniel Green. Avoids the shot blocker with the underhanded scoop. And it's 23 to 16. Now LaSalle with the basketball, 43 seconds to play. Do they hold for the last possession? Obviously no shot clock here at the high school level. Stukes off a high ball screen. Powell has it now. They switch the floor for McMahon. Steps back, didn't launch. That's not the shot he's looking for. So now Stukes backs it up to the logo. 20 seconds to play first half. On the left wing. High near the logo. Chrysler dribbles across. Down to 10 seconds. Stukes continues to hold down to 8. Now 7 as he starts his dribble. Guarded by Robinson. Gets into the lane. Puts it up and under. No good. Falls to the floor. Opportunity for one more shot. No. Stukes hit the ground really hard. Comes up just a bit slowly. And off to the locker room he goes. But an inconspicuous end to a sloppy first half. It's 23-16, to 16. and Dan, what's your takeaway on the first 16 minutes of basketball? Uh, we've seen a very good Kamaligan team that I don't think we expected to see here tonight. Kamaligan, a very, very, physical, uh, very physical team on both the offensive and defensive side. We've seen them drive to the basket, which has been their bread and butter the whole entire game. They've been getting foul calls, getting to the line. If they finished a little bit more, they'd be, they'd be uh, a lot closer in this game, so... The Explorers need to be wary of, uh, of their offensive ability. The Explorers on the offensive side, I think, need to spread it out a little bit more. The Kamaligan is ver- playing very tight defense, man-to-man, so if the Explorers spread the ball out a little bit more, they'll get a lot more open opportunities to either get to the basket or get open shots. We'll take a break and come back for the Howland Hess O'Connell halftime show. It's 23-16. to LaSalle leads at half against Conwell Egan, and you're listening to LaSalle College High School basketball on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online 
online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Lmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Lmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Lmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabal, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. Welcome back. This is the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. It's live right here on BLS. Bob Long, Dan Madden alongside the broadcast team for LaSalle Hoops all year long, and Dan, we sit here 23-16 to 16 at half uh, in a big night across the Philadelphia Catholic League. LaSalle sits up seven right now against an upstart team that's very physical, likes to get to the basket, but they don't have the size that LaSalle has. There's a clear advantage there in terms of Kiska and Chrysler and their size and length. You know, I think that's going to be really important in the second half for an Egan team that's going to come out firing in this next eight minutes, the third period of play, because they just they can't go down 0-3 for a team that had you know relatively high expectations, and it's a tough way to start the Catholic League. 
Yeah, and I think the Explorers need to key in on their bigs, Zach Chrysler and Conrad Kiska, who does have three fouls, so he needs to be careful. But they need to really key in on them, hopefully get them the ball, get them good looks, because they're just they just outsize Kamaligan on, on both sides of the ball. You've seen the frustration by Coach Dempsey from for the bigs. Uh, Zach Chrysler looking like he's not boxing out and just jumping at the rims, and Coach Dempsey's really angry with him and seems angry with Conrad Kiska over the fouls. But I think the key to the second half here is to, to get those guys involved. We mentioned big night in the Catholic League, and a big reason is what's happening elsewhere. A huge result coming from St. Joe's Prep against Archbishop Bryan. The Prep defeats Archbishop Bryan and the Red Raiders 49-41. to Now that's a big surprise in the Catholic League, Dan, as now you have Archbishop Bryan falling to 1-2 and two on the year. When they got crushed by Archbishop Wood, you can say, okay, you know, the they took the night off against a really good Wood team and pick Ron Funk. Those guys can just decimate you if you lose your soul. But a game against St. Joe's Prep, and that's not taking anything against St. Joe's Prep, who's now 8-3 and on the season, 2-1-1 in the Philadelphia Catholic League, now looks like a contender in this league. Uh, but that's a loss that I just don't think a lot of teams and a lot of people saw coming from a team that at one point was listed number one on Max Preps in 6A. Yeah, that's definitely a big result, prep beating uh, Archbishop Ryan. Uh, definitely going to be a surprise for all the other PCL teams to see that that result. Um, really didn't expect it because we've seen Ryan play early this year, and they've, they've looked pretty good. Isaiah Brockington leading that team on the offensive side. Um, really just a huge surprise to me personally. Uh, prep, after losing to Malvern, Malvern uh, seeing LaSalle play against Malvern, Malvern didn't seem too impressive of a team to, to play against, so... Sure, um, and, and of course, without, without a shot clock, Dan, you can obviously not really make those connections. He, there's, there's teams that can slow it down and just create less or more possessions. But this is a St. Joe's prep team that tonight gave up 41 points to Archbishop Bryan, who, as I said, at one point people were talking about as the top team in 6A. They gave up 103 at home to Malvern Prep. How things change, and... and it's a, it's a wild league this year. It's a wild Philadelphia high school basketball circuit, and I think that, as much as anything, tells the story. Exactly. Uh, it, it's crazy what one game can do to you. Um, we, we see Prep as not a very good defensive team just because they let up a lot of points to Malvern, but after this game only letting up 41 to a really good Archbishop Bryan team really that was good. ranked number one at one point in uh, Max Preps in the 6A, just a very impressive win for Prep and really makes them a contender in this league. And it makes February 3rd at home for LaSalle quite the big game it always is but but maybe now more than ever the other game in progress but no score update for you Newman Goretti and Cardinal O'Hara will have a score update if we can find it by the end of the game and then Lansdale Catholic a big win for them against West Catholic kind of struggled through that game but ended up getting the win we'll take one more quick break and come back for the beginning of the second half and you're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports this has been the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or C-U-P-WAWA. 
Welcome back. Beginning of the second half, 23-16 LaSalle leads. Bob Long, Dan Madden alongside to bring you all the action. And Conwell Egan at 4-6 and six on the year, 0-2 in league play. A big game for them. On the LaSalle side, a tough loss. Last game against Bonner Prendy. They're looking to get back into plus numbers in the league. And back on their winning ways. Libel starts with the basketball, goes right at the basket, can't hit. And now LaSalle comes the other way. Chrysler runs the floor. That's an easy offensive foul call. Not only was Libel standing there for about four seconds, Chrysler lowers that left shoulder, and that one could not have been easier for the referee. Yeah, there's been a couple tough uh, charge calls for the referees this game, but that was one of the clear ones. Uh, Chrysler <laughs> just, he looked like he really just dropped the elbow right there. And I mean, it, it's a very aggressive play, but one of those plays that maybe you, you want to take back. So now LaSalle opens up in a 2-3 zone. First possession went very quickly for Conwell Egan, so they couldn't even really get into the defense, could LaSalle. Now a clear 2-3 zone. Zach Chrysler probes in the back. Kiska on the side. Double team comes. Powell gets his hand in there. Stumbles. Somehow Esposito gets the basketball and a timeout promptly called by Eric Kindler. But good defense by the Explorers and still down in a heap. Sean Stokes helped up by the referee. Stokes was the one corralled on the double. Yeah, it looks like the Explorers, when the ball gets to the wing, they're trapping the guy on the side there, really causing just fren like frenetic uh, offense for Kamaligan. Just a good start to the second half for the Explorers on the uh, really just made uh, the coach for Common League and call that timeout to, to get the to get the players settled and really just get their offense ready. Just a 30-second timeout. Egan back onto the floor. Head coach Joe Dempsey pleased with the defense on that last possession. And returning to the floor will be Kiska, Chrysler, Paulus, Stooks, and Powell. For Conwell Egan to throw in will be Sean Stokes. James Libel, number 32, comes to the elbow and sets a screen. He's going to get the inbounds pass, go baseline, up and good. Beat Zach Chrysler to the baseline, and Chrysler couldn't get up and block in time. Powell has it on the weave now, Matt Paulus. Stooks and Kiska nearly lost it through his legs, back cut from Matt Paulus. Kiska got it right back, thought about the three. And now Powell will set up the offense with a handoff for Jared Stooks up near the White Eagle logo here at Conwell Egan Catholic. Kiska wasn't expecting the pass. Still did a nice job to corral it. Now leaves off for Paulus on the right wing. Handoff for Powell. Back to Kiska. Kiska on the drive. Drop step. Puts it up. No good. Tapped up. That one will go down. I think Conrad Kiska traveled because he came to a jump stop and then that right foot bled a little bit but not caught by the referees, and a nice job to follow his miss. Yeah, good drive. Conrad Kiska maybe, have, uh, like you said, traveled a little bit, just uh, stumbled after the jump stop, but a really good second, a really good offensive rebound and tap in by him. 25-18, to 18, six minutes, five seconds to play, third quarter. Robinson has the basketball, leads the team in scoring this year. Eric Esposito been largely silent since the first quarter. Now a three comes from Stokes. It's good from the right wing. That's a big one for Conwell Egan. It's down to just a four-point deficit. Exactly like you said, a very big, very big three-pointer for Conwell Egan. Just haven't seen any threat from deep for Conwell Egan as of now, but 
after that play, the Explorers needed to respect their outside game. Stukes has it on the left wing. Comes off the high ball screen. Back for Powell. Kiss can now on the weave. Gets into the bucket. Puts it up. Thought he was fouled. Absolutely was hit on the wrist. No foul call. And now it'll stay with LaSalle, who was poked away by Darian Simmons. The baseline inbound from Conrad Kiska. Stukes has it. Kiska gets it back, but threw it through his legs. Couldn't handle the pass on the bounce in towards the lane. Simmons across the timeline sets up the offense. Man-to-man defense here for the Explorers. Esposito off the left-handed dribble. Back for Patrick Robinson. Muscles up in the lane. Blocked. He got it right back. No good. The tip is good from Eric Esposito, and it's a two-point game. And, yeah, Conrad Kiska coming out cold in the second half here, understandably after not playing much in the first half due to foul trouble. Just really needs to get ready for the second half, get in the game. Stukes gets it taken away. And a foul against Zach Chrysler as he was late to the scrum. A loose ball. Eric Esposito got there first. Chrysler was late and a blocking foul against the sophomore for LaSalle. This game now turning with a quick 5-0 run for Conwell Egan. Exactly. The Explorers came out firing to start the second half on defense. Really frenetic defense. Good to start, but just haven't been the same since. And you see this crowd starting to change the, the momentum a little bit to Conwell Egan's side. 4.39 to play third quarter. 25-23 LaSalle leads. Esposito with the floater in the lane. In and out, no good. He gets the rebound back somehow. It was a pretty good box out from LaSalle, but he fought through. Now Robinson from the baseline. No good. Libel gets the board. Spins and fires, no good. Robinson an offensive board. He's blocked by Zach Chrysler. And now Kiska. Jared Stukes nearly gave it away. Gets it back from Powell. Puts it up off the glass and good. Running up and down the floor. Esposito fouled on his way through the lane. Jared Stukes will get called on the pickpocket, but caught the wrist on the way by. And if you can believe it, that's only Jared Stukes' first foul of the game. That's not something you like to hear often. I mean, usually Jared Stukes is the one maybe possibly in foul trouble. Usually the one in that on defense gets some, some physical play. Nice board from number 24, Zach Chrysler, but he threw it away, and maybe that's actually on Jared Stukes. Probably not the best pass on the outlet, but Stukes, when he realizes it's going to be tight, you got to go in there with both hands. He was trying to turn up floor, and it went through him and out of bounds. Yeah, just sloppy play overall by the Explorers. Really need to control this ball, get some offensive plays down, really need to focus on getting, really slowing the game down and playing their own game and not playing Kamaligan's game. Darian Simmons off the high ball screen comes to the elbow. Hesitation dribble gets by the defender, counted in one off the glass high. It hits the rim softly and goes through the cylinder. Darian Simmons, an opportunity for an old fashioned three point play. And we said it in the first half, Darian Simmons really leading this team on the offensive side, dribbling and really driving to the rim, getting good shots up. Matt McMahon with the foul on the M1. Free throw good from Darian Simmons, doing what he likes to do best, which is attack the cup. Double team now comes on Matt Paulus, finds Sean Simon. Simon pulls up for three, short. Rebound down to Libel. Up the floor, Esposito. No good, Libel with the follow, a two-handed flush. And all of a sudden, Conwell Egan leads. 
Full court pressure, LaSalle able to break it, but they're going to slow it down. LaSalle gets to the bucket. Simon, head face, gets to the basket. Up and good off the glass. Nice drive on the baseline from the junior transfer, Sean Simon. That was a nice dribble drive by Sean Simon. Got the spin move and fought for contact and still got the shot up and got a really good shot there. Stops the 10-2 clip for Conwell Egan. LaSalle did trail 28-27. Before that, Sean Simon finish at the bucket. Libel has it now. 2.30 to play. Picked away and out of bounds by number two, Jared Stukes, the active hands. But it will stay with Conwell Egan. Two minutes, 29 seconds to play third quarter. And this run by Conwell Egan has been the explorer's fault. It's, they've really been their own worst enemy on both sides of the ball. They've, they're turning the ball over a really sloppy play in this third quarter. Darian Simmons starts the offense. Simmons gets to the basket. He's blocked by Allen Powell. Sean Simon able to come up with the basketball. Now dribbles across the timeline and hands off for Jared Stooks. Man-to-man defense. Simmons on Stooks. High ball screen for Stooks. Chrysler spots up for three. No good. And the rebound down to number 34, Eric Esposito. LaSalle clinging to a one-point lead. Open lane for Esposito. They go to Libel. Pulls up. Can't get it to go. He got Zach Chrysler in the air. Did everything you were supposed to do. But on the way down, Chrysler still gets the block. And that's what Zach Chrysler's length can do to you. Even on his way down, he's able to get contact on that ball. Nice drive from Paulus. Can't get it to go, but is fouled. Two foul shots upcoming for the Explorers. Two guard, number 11, Matt Paulus. Paul is short on the first free throw. It was a 10-2 clip, Dan, that saw the Explorers trail for about 10 seconds before Simon gave them back the lead. But that's exactly what can happen here on the road sometimes in a game like this where this is not what we saw last week at Lansdale Catholic. This is not a rocking atmosphere. This is you know, a half-empty gymnasium tonight on the road in Fairless Hills. And what you see now is maybe LaSalle relaxing. I mean, we're not in their huddle. We're not in their heads. But they now lead after Paulus went one of two, 30 to 28. But uh, now they realize, hey, this is real. We're, you know, we are losing on the road in the Philadelphia Catholic League against a team that we need to beat. And that's not a good feeling, Dan. Exactly. It's one of those games that you like to call a trap game. The, it's midterms week for LaSalle coming from a student myself. After a three-pointer from number 34, Eric Esposito, um, like I said, a trap game. Just They need to get their heads in this game because they just haven't been focused as of now. They look, they look sloppy and out of control. Simon to answer, no good from three. Conwell Egan leads 31-30 to on the three, as you mentioned, Dan, from Eric Esposito on the baseline. We're nearing the end of the third quarter. 31-30. to Powell, hesitation dribble, pass the defender, and Werner's going to throw it back up top. May have had a drive to the lane, but gave it up. Poked away from Jared Stooks, and a late foul comes from the baseline. 
There was an official right next to it. He didn't see anything. The baseline official calls it. And LaSalle bailed out as the ball was poked away from Jared Stukes. Must have clipped him on the wrist, or so the baseline referee saw. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't really have a good angle on it. He must have had a better one, but the crowd really didn't like that call, and neither did the Kamalikan bench. Just a lucky break for the Explorers. Into the backcourt now, Stukes has it. Still not in the bonus. Late stages of the third quarter, under a minute to play. Will LaSalle take the last shot here? Down to 30 seconds in the third. Paulus has it on the right wing. Inside they go to Conrad Kiska. Kiska looks to Powell. Left wing three. In and out, no good. And the foul is against James Libel, number 32. He threw away Brett Warner, number 21. He's not thrilled with the call, but now two calls here for Conwell Egan late in the third quarter that had an opportunity to turn this game the other way with offensive possession with the lead for the Eagles. That hasn't been allowed because of those two fouls. Still not in the bonus, though, Dan. Exactly. The Explorers are getting a couple big breaks. Ooh. Conrad Kiska blocked up near the rim. Eric Esposito, certainly no foul there. Up ahead of the defense, Libel poked away by Matt Paulus and out of bounds past the end line. 18 seconds to play in the third quarter. LaSalle 30, but they trail the Eagles of Conwell Egan, who have the basketball. They have 31. And a huge block by number 34, Eric Esposito. Conrad Kiska looked like he had the open lane in the easy basket, and he just came flying in for the block. Ten seconds now to play. Simmons, top of the key. Spins, puts up the fadeaway. Look, it's good. Down to four, now three. LaSalle has two seconds to get it up. Paulus from half court did not get it off. And after three quarters of play, Conwell Egan owns the third period, and it's 33-30 to 30 Eagles going into the fourth. We will take a break and come back for the fourth quarter. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and the Explorers are in a tough one. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back to Conwell Egan High School. We got a good one on our hands here as we go to the fourth quarter. 33-30, to 30, and I think no matter how this game plays out, Dan, LaSalle's going to be looking back at some of the opportunities wasted. And now they're going to have to fight back in this fourth and final quarter of regulation. LaSalle will have the benefit of starting with the basketball. But they do trail by three. Now Paulus into the front court. Powell has it. Back cut. Jared Stukes blocked ferociously. Eric Esposito. Now Daniel Green through the lane. Feeds off for Libel. Up and good. Nearly traveled with it, but found 
footing and fed off for James Libel. Five-point lead. That's a big swing for the Eagles of Kamalik and a, a huge block on the defensive side, and Eric Esposito gets the ball down. Ooh, How about great the play by Jared Stooks. Jared Stooks saw that same Esposito, so floated underneath the cup and put it up with some English to avoid the shot blocker. And what an athletic move by Jared Stooks. One of those plays that you're, just, you're left in awe of. And if you're Eric Esposito, you'll take that every time. Go ahead, shoot that ten times. See how many times it goes in. Esposito on the other end misses a floater. And a foul is called against Conrad Kiska. That's number four. And there's a big decision for Coach Joe Dempsey. Do you leave Conrad Kiska in or do you take him out of this game? 35-32. Conwell Egan leads over LaSalle. Daniel Green through the lane, puts it up crazily, and it hits the top of the backboard. Actually, the bar holding up the, the basket connected through the ceiling here at Conwell Egan Catholic, so that's out of play, and it goes back to LaSalle. I hate to say it, but that's not a very good shot by Daniel Green. It <laughs> looked a little bit out of Do control. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, a good, a good break by the Explorers, good defense, and just left with the ball. Pass was thrown into the feet of Zach Chrysler. Lucky to get it back to Jared Stooks. Well short on the three, and that's not his game, Dan. No, he's not, not the best shooter in the, in the PCL, but it's one of those shots where he's wide open. I respect it if he takes that. I, I prefer him driving to the rim just because of his abilities, but... You, you got to let him shoot those. And if you're Conwell Egan and you have to isolate a certain part and give the Explorers a certain shot, that's the one you give them as well. Exactly. That's one of the shots that you, you like to see as Conwell Egan. Some good shooters for the Explorers, but Jared Stukes, one of those guys, just not one of the shooters. A horrible shot from Eric Esposito. Turns, spins, and fires from three. Now Stukes on the other end, throws it down the floor, tipped by Conwell Egan. It'll stay with LaSalle. And number three, Darian Simmons, arguing with Eric Esposito. He tipped it out of bounds. He says, why are you touching that basketball? I have an answer because if he doesn't, Zach Chrysler dunks the basketball. How simple is that? Exactly. I'd have to agree <laughs> with you there. It's an easy answer for a, a wow. simple question. Wow. I don't know if he didn't see Chrysler or what have you, but the way we stand now, a three-point lead for Conwell Egan. Stuke spins in the lane. Crazy shot. He's blocked by Daniel Green. It's kept in bounds. No, it is not. Green tried to save it, but had the foot on the baseline before he was able to send it back into play. But a really athletic block for Green, who stayed with Stukes every step of the way. But that's one where, if you're Jared Stukes, you're pressing. You know, it was an ooh from the stands, and I understand, but you're pressing there. Exactly. Get the shot you want. Man-to-man -man defense for Conwell Egan. On the weave, Stukes off for Powell. He spins in the lane, puts it up, high off the glass, count it, and one. Powell with an opportunity to tie as he goes high off the glass and cuts it to 35-34. That was a really strong move by Alan Powell. A nice spin move to get into the lane. Got the contact, got the bucket in the M1, looking for the old-fashioned three-pointer. Powell short on the free throw, taken away, gets his own rebound. And timeout, Joe Dempsey. Woefully short on the free throw. Libel a bit too lazy on the rebound, grabbed it with one hand. Powell says that's mine, and the Explorers get a new possession after the timeout. 
That's what you like to see. That's what you need for the Explorers. Some great hustle by Allen Powell to get his own offensive board after the missed free throw. Just one of those plays that's really demoralizing for Kamaligan and a real energizer for the, for the Explorers. We sit with 5.43 to play in the fourth quarter. Allen Powell got the shot to go from the lane on a spinning drive through the middle. Missed the free throw. Ended up getting his own rebound. A timeout here we sit. We talked coming into the broadcast about how important this game was for both of these teams. Conwell Egan at 0-2 right now. Two years out of being a state champion. Now they find themselves 0-2 in the Catholic League. LaSalle, 1-1. Lost a game they, coming into the year, maybe didn't expect to lose, but a Bonner-Prendy team that's playing really good basketball. Throw in the fact that last year these two teams went to overtime. This is a big one here, Dan. There's a lot on the line. This is looking to be a great finish, and it's one of those games for a a Monday night you just love to be watching. Struggling to get the basketball in. They do to Sean Simon, who's played very little this evening. Man-to-man defense. Matt McMahon has the basketball on the left wing. Chrysler flashes up top. And LaSalle's going to take their time. They trail by one. 5.26 to play. 35-34. They trail. For a second, looked like they had the four corners look uh, of the old UNC before the shot clock era. Yeah, LaSalle taking their time, Dan. And a foul is going to be called against James Libel. No, it'll go against number 34, Eric Esposito. A pair of players tied up. Now they do call it against Libel after all. It looked like they were pointing at Esposito, but it was Libel and number 24, Zach Chrysler, tied up in the middle. Yeah, he had his hands up, but I was watching the whole time. He uh, he was moving Zach Crusher around a little bit, just a little bit too physical and trying to look innocent after the play. Ball is tipped. Gets to Sean Simon in a dangerous spot. Feeds back for Jared Stooks. Allen Powell, corner three. No good. Really wasn't that close. Number 21, Kari Jones come up with it. Should say Kalik Jones. Excuse me, number 31. Haven't seen much of Kalik Jones this afternoon but gets a huge rebound under five to play. And Conwell Legan, many times, Dan, as we've said, very slow offensively, not in any hurry. They continue to work it around the top of the key. And that's been their game. They're wearing down the Explorers on defense every single possession. After a while, the Explorers just get lazy and they can drive to the rim and get that basket. Darian Simmons comes off a high ball screen. Around the horn they go, Patrick Robinson, and he'll reset. Four minutes, 19 seconds to play. Conwell Egan leads by one, 35-34. And if they have anything to say about it, they're going to limit this game to as few possessions as possible in the next four-plus minutes. A foul called against Jared Stooks. Darian Simmons, number three, was holding him off. Conwell Egan still not in the bonus. Yeah, I'm not really too sure about that call. Jared Stukes looked like he was playing good defense, but may have been a little bit uh, of persuasion by the Conwell Egan bench. Inbound to Darian Simmons. He's guarded by the now longer Conrad Kiska. Double team comes on him, picks up his dribble in a tough spot. Gets it back to Callie Jones. He stumbles. Ball's on the ground. He gets it back, looking for help. Somehow gets it to Simmons, and they reset. Double team comes for the Explorers, and Patrick Robinson has it now. 
We're under three minutes and 40 seconds to play in this fourth quarter. More than a minute in possession for Conwell Egan. Robinson to the bucket. Up and good. Now Powell to the basket on the other end. No good. Tapped out of bounds. Last touch by Conrad Kiska. And back to Conwell Egan it goes. And it may have seemed like a good look for Alan Powell. I respect that shot that he took. May have been a little bit rushed. Maybe the Explorers should have gotten into their offense. But, I mean, you have to respect that shot. He looked like he was open. Conwell Egan, to this point, executing well, taking their time. LaSalle ratcheting up the pressure. Paulus kicks it out of bounds. And, again, it's going really well like this. But all of a sudden, it can turn. If you start playing safe, it sounds really, really well and good until you get caught in a couple double teams, give up the lead, and then where do you go offensively? It's not like you can just turn the switch back on. Jones puts it up, no good. Well, Sal fell asleep defensively, went for the double team, and all of a sudden, number 31, Kalik Jones, was all the way behind the defense, got fouled by Zach Chrysler, nearly completed the field goal, but instead, two foul shots upcoming. Exactly. You said it yourself. Kalik Jones was just left open there. Just a little bit of miscommunication on defense by the Explorers. Trying to get very aggressive, which I, which I understand late in this game. But really have to communicate well in these situations to not let that happen. Three minutes, six seconds to play. Kalik Jones misses the first. Second one, no good. Three-point lead. And you just have to ask yourself... With the way Egan has been playing, with three minutes to go, how many possessions, just how many, are actually left in regulation? LaSalle's got to protect the basketball and play good offense. Get the look they want. Conrad Kiska through the lane. Powell on the left wing. Thought about the three. Instead, strides through the lane and resets with Conrad Kiska. Timeout, head coach Joe Dempsey. A full timeout on the floor. Hang with us, folks. You're not going to want to miss this finish. 2.42 to play fourth quarter. LaSalle trails 37-34. And you're listening to Explore Basketball on BLS. Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back. 2.42 to play. Fourth quarter. Bob Long, Dan Madden here. We bring you LaSalle College High School basketball all year long. And right now, they're in a fight for their lives here in the Catholic League. They sit at 1-1, one and one, a game against Conwell Egan, where they trail and immediately turn the basketball over. Esposito to the lane. 
Blocked, but it's going to count. On the way down, Zach Chrysler got high above the rim and sent it flying. The two counts for Eric Esposito. And that was just a bad turnover, being careless with the basketball. And that's really what frustrates you as a coach. You, you call a 60-second timeout, and you get, you get a play called and set up and then immediately turn the ball over. 39-34, 2.20 to play. LaSalle trails Conwell Egan on the road. Alan Powell nearly lost the basketball. The sophomore with the basketball in his hands at the key moment here of the season early. Alan Powell puts it up and is fouled. Wow, he forced that one up, Dan. He had his pivot foot set, really had nowhere to go, so just went up with it. And a little bit over the top was number 14, Patrick Robinson. I think it's probably a good call, but one that Robinson really did not need to commit. Exactly. He stole the words out of my mouth. He, uh, Alan Powell looked like he was just rushing a little bit too much, looked like he was too fast with the ball, and he forced that shot up. Just lucky to get the foul call. It was a foul by Robinson, but very lucky there to get that call because if not, he would have been in big trouble. Alan Powell missed the first. Five-point lead for the Eagles of Conwell Egan Catholic. Powell good on the second. 39-35. Sean Simon into the game replacing Conrad Kiska. They're going to go offense-defense, Dan, as Conrad Kiska has four personal fouls. You don't see or hear Sean Simon being used offense-defense in defensive capacity very often. Not because he doesn't play defense, but he's a sharp shooter. I think we'll see him in this game later. Exactly what I was about to say. I mean, and he just commits the foul there. but Not I, the one you wanted either. Exactly. Sean Simon, like we've said before, has been good late in games, but just uh, not, the, not the greatest foul there. Uh, looked like he was running down court, and the play had stopped. Uh, number one, Daniel Green had stopped with the ball at the top of the key and committed a, a stupid foul for one and one. One and one coming, yes, in the bonus. Green's first. No good, not even close. Zach Chrysler has the board. Up the floor he comes. Long outlet pass for Matt Paulus. LaSalle trailing by four, under two minutes to play. Stooks into the lane, feeds back for Chrysler, no good. And Matt Paulus is fouled. Wow, he went up high to try to get the board. I thought he went in recklessly, but a foul called on the loose ball against, I believe, number 25, Sean Stokes. Didn't get the signal from up here. Now into the bonus are the Explorers as well because that foul happened on the loose ball, and Paulus shoots one and one. Boy, I always say, Dan, games are won and lost on the front end. This could be one of those games. Here's the front end for Paulus. Short, no good. James Libel gets the board, and it's pulled away from him. That's going to be a jump ball. Jared Sook's got the hands in there. It will go back to Conwell Egan, but that all-important arrow points back at LaSalle for the next time. Exactly. A huge missed free throw by Matt Paulus, but... You start to question whether you want to foul Kamalik, and recently they haven't been able to make their free throws, so now it's a big part in this game. Libel goes down, and a foul is going to be called against Jared Stukes. No, a timeout first. Timeout called first. Head coach Joe Dempsey doesn't like it. He wants to travel, but I also think that he got away with one because Jared Stukes came in there with the knee. The knee made contact with the head of Libel. And if the timeout wasn't called, that was going to be the call. You can tell the body language of the other official. So as it stands, a timeout for Conwell Egan. 
LaSalle, of course, wanted the travel. I can understand that. But an opportunity to set up the defense, try to get a steal. 136 to play. It's a 39-35 basketball game. Conwell Egan leads by four, and they have the basketball. They're only in the single bonus. Exactly, and like I said before, they haven't proven that they've been able to make their free throws. Not not a single player on their team has been very effective on, from the free throw line. So it's one of those questions you have to ask your assistant coaches as Joe Dempsey. Do we start fouling now or do we wait until at least there's under a minute left? Hopefully they can get set up in their defense, get a nice steal here, get an easy basket because it's a two-possession game. But they really need to set up their defense and play well here if they want to pull out this win. I don't even know, Dan, if you're worried about hey, what threshold at which are we fouling? I think you play defense aggressively, try to create a steal, maybe for the next 30 seconds, whatever that may be. And if you foul, you foul, right? You'll, you'll take a certain foul if it was done in an effort that increased your chances significantly of getting a steal. So you double relentlessly, you double aggressively. If it's a foul, that's okay. But if you get a steal, better yet. So now the double's going to come right at the top of the key. They find Libel. Libel's going to hold the basketball. Back up top they go for Esposito. Now Robinson has it. Double's got to come quickly for LaSalle and does in a tough spot. They find Libel down low to the back door. Simmons is blocked, gets it back. He feeds through for Robinson. Dangerous pass. Now LaSalle may have to think about fouling. Double team for Simmons. Simmons finds Libel. Libel in a tough spot in the corner. He's doubled. Nearly throws it away, but... They get it back to Esposito. We're now under a minute to play, and now the foul comes for the Explorers with 57 seconds to play. One and one upcoming for Conwell Egan, number 25, Sean Stokes. And Sean Stokes, the only sophomore on the team for Conwell Egan. These are two big free throws on the front on the front side, like you said. This could make or break the game for Conwell Egan. Hits the first free throw, 40 to 35. Simon into the game, replacing Conrad Kiska. Second free throw upcoming for Sean Stokes. It's a five point lead for the Eagles. Second free throw goes down. Stokes will let it bounce up towards midcourt. LaSalle needs to score quickly. Throws it away. It goes the other way. He was looking for the back cutter, Matt Paulus. He threw it well high. It tipped off the hands of Chrysler and out of bounds. 53 seconds to play. LaSalle trails by six. Full court pressure. Nearly thrown away. Robinson doubled. Robinson able to get it up to his teammate. Simon has it now. No need to foul. And the timeout comes for Conwell Egan. Final timeout, a full timeout. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, presented by Helen Hess O'Connell. 
The attorneys at Hall and Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Welcome back. 43 seconds to play now at the college level. You have to get the basketball past midcourt if there's a timeout. That 10 seconds doesn't reset. I don't know if that's the case in high school. I don't believe it is. Esposito now gets the basketball inbounds. They throw it away. It'll go back to LaSalle. He threw it a hot fastball through the arms of number 25, Sean Stokes. So LaSalle has life, Dan. And we have a six-point deficit with 38 seconds here. This is a big possession for the Explorers. They need to get a bucket in order to stay in this game and real fast. Stooks beyond the three-point line. Paulus will launch. No good. Esposito with the rebound, fouled by Sean Simon. That shot from Paulus barely drew iron from the baseline. He was rushing. Two guys were flying at him. Didn't get the shot he wanted. And now back down to the other end. 31 seconds to play Esposito to the line. Into the double bonus to shoot two. Yeah, Paulus got the look he wanted, but there was a uh, look like Esposito was coming up on him. So had to rush the shot a little bit, was leaning back, drew to the front iron, just couldn't get it to fall. Esposito hits the first free throw. Second free throw for Eric Esposito is good. It's an eight-point lead for Conwell Egan. LaSalle with just 12 points scored in this second half. Jared Stukes to the basket, up and good off the glass. Timeout. Joe Dempsey. They trail by six. They're going to need a steal and a score very quickly. 20 seconds to play. Still a two-possession game at this point, Dan, but getting very late. Yeah, the Explorers, like you said, down six with 20 seconds left. Still a chance in this ballgame, but they need to get a quick steal and a two- or three-pointer very fast in order to stay in this game. Looks like uh, it's slipping out of their hands real fast if they don't get a bucket real quick. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School Basketball. We're calling LaSalle hoops all year long. And right on this channel, you can follow us alongside. Working on video the rest of the way as well. So excited to be able to bring you some video coverage here on BLS. Be sure to stay tuned for that programming. Bob Long and Dan Madden were your broadcast team tonight. And happy to bring you the game. It's, it's been an exciting one, Dan, but one that we said from the beginning a very important one for LaSalle. Final 20 seconds. They're going to need to be perfect. Grab a steal or two. Hit a big three or likely two. Exactly. Just could be a miracle if they, if they get this, but 
it, it's going to be a tough one for them to, to pull out. Hopefully the Explorers can get a quick steal and a quick basket. It was a late comeback last year that drew overtime for LaSalle, and they ended up beating Conwell Egan. Inbound to Esposito. Double team. Able to get it off to his teammate Robinson. They're going to have to foul him. Not a lot of time here. And Paulus fouls Robinson in the backcourt. There was just two seconds to get it up past the half-court stripe. You know, at that point, you're waiting way too long to foul him. At that point, you wonder if you don't just try to take the violation. That's yeah. a tough one there. That is a tough one. It was back by the baseline at that point when the foul came from Paulus. Exactly. But, I mean, in the heat of the game, that's one of those plays that, honestly, I don't know if you can really think about that if you're on the defensive side. The best option was to, to wait those two seconds out because he was pretty far in the backcourt. But as a, defensive play, as, a, as a player on the defensive side, you knew you had to foul him. That was all that was on your mind. So you can't blame Matt Paulus for what happened there. First free throw good. All-important three-possession lead for Conwell Egan. Robinson hits the second. Eight-point lead for Conwell Egan. They're going to get out of Dodge here with a win over LaSalle. Simon for three, hits it. Five-point deficit now, a timeout for Joe Dempsey. 45-40, to 40. six seconds to play. A full timeout on the floor. We'll take a break and come back. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on BLS. Brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to Conwell Egan High School. Final six seconds, and LaSalle's going to need a steal, a score, and then some magic. Conwell Egan has the basketball on their own baseline. Zach Chrysler, the long arms, guards the inbound. Inbounded, and a foul quickly. Patrick Robinson hit by Matt Paulus. He'll go to the other end to shoot two, and he's been good from the foul line tonight. All of Conwell Egan has, Dan. It was a one missed front end where they gave LaSalle life. Paulus came back on the other end, missed a front end of his own. Since then, Conwell Egan perfect from the line. And Conwell Egan late in this game has been very, as we say, clutch when it comes to the free throw line. Under two minutes, they've made most, all of their free throws after the front end miss. Hit that first one, did Patrick Robinson. 46-40, to 40, four seconds to play. For a three-possession lead, he hits it, and that'll be the ball game. Inbounded to Jared Stukes, tipped up into the air. Conrad Kiska will launch at the buzzer, no good. Your final from Conwell Egan Catholic, 47-40. to 40. And LaSalle drops a very tough basketball game on the other side of the floor. Conwell Egan got one that they desperately lead needed. They avoided a 3-0 start in the Catholic League. LaSalle drops to 1-2, and two, under 500 as they travel to Carroll on Friday night for what will be a very, very tough battle uh, you know, against a really good team. Yeah, the Explorers, this is a tough loss for them. Like I said earlier, this could have been a trap game. 
with a, a very good Kamaligan team that they may have underestimated. So they really need to pull out this win Friday against a, a great Archbishop Carroll team that has been had a tough start to the season so far. But like I said, a tough loss for the Explorers. Hopefully they can rally after this game and come back and play a, a good game Friday. And all of a sudden, if you're Conwell Egan, they travel to Cardinal O'Hara on Friday night, you would think somewhat of a winnable game. And then Archbishop Wood comes here to play on Monday, January 17th. So a tough schedule upcoming for Conwell Egan as well. But they get off the schneid. They get the Catholic League win that they deserved. And for LaSalle, it's in many ways back to the drawing board, trying to figure out how to get these sophomores all playing together with the senior backcourt of Matt Paulus and Jared Stukes. The talent is there like we've been talking about on and off air, but you're right, Dan. How do you get these guys to be playing together and what's going to be a gauntlet the rest of the way? One and two, not the way to start, but pick back up on Friday night. It'll be at Archbishop Carroll. It will be live on Bob Long Sports. Paul Romanchik and co., they're going to be a tough out, so the Explorers need to come ready to play. But your final here tonight, 47-40, to from Conwell Egan Catholic High School, and the Eagles come out a winner over the Explorers. We'll see you on Friday night on the road at Archbishop Carroll. And for my color commentator, Dan Madden, I'm Bob Long saying so long from Fairless Hills.